Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming up on TMS, you can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. I don't like crotch bees. Hospitals, they're full of sick people. The answer is always murderers. Can I get that with Holland Oats milk? I've only seen one murder. Oops, I'm dead. Hot nozzles that poop out plastic. Touching feet at a gentleman's club. Spider peen. Baby shark every week. <laughs> Brown beard takes his booty. Swift punch in the chest. Like pixels, not like pixels. Breaking bits with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Every time you clap your hands, you kill thousands of spores that'll someday form a nutritious fungus. Just show your approval with a mole-friendly thumbs up. If you'll look at that real close, you'll see the phallic symbol. The Morning Stream, where man is made whole. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. This is The Morning Stream for August 16th, 2021. It's Monday. Uh, Welcome back. I'm Scott and he's Brian. Hi, Brian. Uh, Hi, Scott. It's another week. It's another Monday. Mm-hmm. It's another manic Monday, Scott. Is it? Is it though? Is it? Actually, it probably is. I got a lot to do today. It'll be pretty manic. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, we're here. Brian's wearing a loud shirt. I'm not, and uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna do a show. It's, it's the summer of Hawaiian shirts, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, what's summer this one? Summer of Hawaiian shirts. I'm looking. I'm looking. I see a Captain America shield. What else? We got? That's right. Yeah. This is the this is the Marvel one. Way less subtle than the um, Star Wars one. Yeah. Which, uh, wow, one week ago, I was wearing the Star Wars one to uh, Disney, and I went to Star Wars Land and uh, yeah. had some blue milk right about now, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah. You right said, about now, I was getting some blue milk in me. Oh. Yeah, right about now, the Funk Soul Brother. And you right sent about me, now. <laughs> while you were there, you sent me a picture of you drinking in a place I didn't know had alcohol, so there's that. Yeah. Yes. Right yeah. Yes. Day drinking. Brian was day drinking. Day drinking. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, you can't uh, drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> That's what they say. Well, anyway, uh, we're back. Uh, we got a full week. Okay, uh, in a couple of weeks, things get weird. So enjoy it while you got it, because we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be normal. We got uh, yeah. we got Ireland coming up for Brian. We got my anniversary coming up. It's gonna be a little bit weird, but we will have shows. They're just a little strange the way they'll fall. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, don't worry your little heads. Uh, we've got. And I room. will. And I will be doing some call-ins and stuff. You know, may not time-wise. Who knows if it'll work out to do call-ins with Scott. Uh, because of the time change. Mm. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. What time is it in Dublin? Okay, it's 4.15 p.m. right now in Dublin. Oh, that's so, not bad. 
so that's not bad. I mean, that's like you could call. Oh, checking into the uh, yeah, you know, checking into the hotel before we get dinner. I could do a quick little morning call in before the um, uh, before the before the the uh, guests and news and all that sort of thing. Sure, sure. A little top of the show, uh, to- mm-hmm. top of the show. We could do top of the show to you. That's what we'll call. <laughs> we'll it. call our, it that. It's yeah, our dude. new segment, <laughs> top of the show to you. <laughs> Just to be just to be as stupid and as stereotypic as possible. Top of the show That's to right. you, brought to you by TMS. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. And when you're with Claire, that wouldn't be a bad idea to get a little audio. I don't know. Yeah, well, that that will be around the time that we see Claire, but that will be that won't be during a show day. I don't think um, because oh. of uh, Saturday or Sunday. Right. Because let's weird. see, we yeah. fly. We really, we actually really leave on September first, but. We get to Ireland on September second, oh, gotcha. um, and we we go late enough in the day that I could have I could have done a show uh, you, uh, Wednesday that do, morning. Do you go back in time at all, no. or forward in no. time? How's it work? Forward um, in time, right? Forward, forward in time. Okay. Yeah, we get there. Actually, we travel with the sun, so no, we're um, we're <laughs> go. We're it'll be it'll basically be. An overnight flight, but yeah. we will arrive the next day. It will still be the next day when we get there. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, fair enough. No, you Doesn't that all time. make sense? I yeah. mean, basically, it won't be two days in the future. I gotcha. Uh, if, you know, <laughs> when we go to Tokyo, we're doing that. We're leaving on a, on a Monday and getting there on a Wednesday, but we're not flying for 28 hours, if that makes sense. That's right. No, that makes totally sense. They call yeah. Wednesday samurai in Japan, is yeah. what I've heard. I've heard <laughs> they do, really? Yeah, Pops and Recline describes it perfectly. We fast forward time on the way there. We pause time on the way back, but we don't lose a day on the way there. We just we just are several more hours ahead. Will you, f- if, if something happens, will your photo I have of you over here fade? Will you fade out yes. of the photo? Yeah, but it'll start at my feet. Yeah. And, uh, and you'll be left with nothing but a weird photo of the booth that somebody took in the right. in the past, in the future for some reason right for some reason just an empty shot of nothing just an empty shot okay. so that means somebody took a picture of the booth and, and you'll know uh, that's happening because you'll be seeing through your hand it'll be semi correct yes and i won't be able to play the guitar yeah. which i can't anyway right but your kids are gonna love yes. it all right sounds good yes uh when you said uh we'll be traveling with the sun it sounded like a really pompous way of saying tristan's going with you but i know he's <laughs> we'll be traveling with the sun yes and, the sun uh, will be there Yes. Time, yes. 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 Well, I'm excited. Nope, not on this trip. Brian does uh, your Europe will be the name of that week, and um, <laughs> we'll let you know how that goes. I got a Canadian Let's thing hope. to talk Let's about. Let's hope. Though. Let's get right? to the Canadians. The Canadians are great. We love the Canadians. Canada. We're going to talk about Canada today. Canada. Here's the deal. Uh, Kim and I and Carter were in a car yesterday. It's not a joke. This is real. It's a real thing. Okay. All right. And uh, we were driving, don't remember, oh, we were dropping Carter off at Taylor's. Taylor had to do a big photo shoot, so Carter was going to help her get set up and uh, do some stuff, because it was for a whole bunch of little kids. They're doing, like, preschool, uh, kindergarten photo shoots. She got hired oh. by a school to do it. And so <laughs> That's great. It is pretty great. It's good money, too. And uh, yeah. she needed Carter's help with some of the sets and stuff, because they're doing it. They look like little classrooms and desks. How and many books. How many times during that whole process does she have to tell a child to take their finger out of their nose for the photo? Uh, she prefers to tell them to put their fingers in their nose, and it oh. has the paradoxical effect of reminding them to not put their finger in their nose. 
<laughs> Perfect. Uh, All right, yeah. that's great. Some meds. Just you, know, you got to know how to do it with these kids. But anyway, so they go. Over, we're going to go over there and do that. And we're like, you know, let's stop and get something at a Beans and Brews or somewhere. Carter wanted something, uh-huh. so we're like, fine, uh-huh. no problem. So we go through. It's just for Carter. So she's in the back seat. Kim's at the drive-up window, and I'm sitting over here, and everything's fine. Carter says, or Taylor. Uh, Carter goes, well, here's what I want, and Kim goes, cool. Can I get a pip 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 pip? And the guy goes, yeah, that'd be great. And Carter goes, oh. Uh, without without milk, okay, behind her head, okay, without mm-hmm. milk, and Carter and, Kim, milk, sure. and Kim goes, pulls her head, hears her, and then goes forward to the mic again and goes, um, can I get that without milk? And I laugh, <laughs> I laugh, and then I feel a swift punch to my chest because Kim doesn't like it when I laugh at her in drive ups. It's a real thing for us. So what I was laughing at is it sounded like a Canadian. Like she confused, she confused something a Canadian would say, even though I know it's oot and not oat, but something about right. saying with oot, with oot milk, with oot milk or with oat milk sounds kind of like right. you're saying without milk, which is what she did. And we just thought it was funny and cute, but man, she hit me hard, like right in the chest it was like, bam. Nice. Good. Well-deserved. I still have this little red mark right here. And she hates it when I do that. Like if she's at a drive up and she says something that messes up or... Yeah. The guy comes back and was confused or or if any of us go, oh, make sure you ask for whatever after we've already supposedly told her what we want. It's like one of her biggest. She hates it. She can't stand here's, it when we do this to her. Here's the equivalent with Tina. Uh, we, we'll be watching a movie and it's some, uh, you know, dramatic scene. Something sad happens to one of the characters and she starts, you know, tearing up a little bit and she starts like wiping her eyes or getting a tissue. Yeah. And I look over at her, yeah. and that's all I need to do <laughs> is look at her when she's tearing up from a movie. Yeah. And she gets mad at me and wants to punch me. I do the same thing to Carter, and she hates it when I see her cry. But I do it on yeah. purpose. Like, hey, we're going to watch that new Pixar movie. I'm sure there'll be nothing emotional in it. It'll be fine. Right. Okay. And then we'll watch it. She'll cry, just like Tina. I'll look at her, yep. kind of like this face. I'll go, like, well, look at us. <laughs> and she'll just like, bam, bam, and just start punching me in the arm, but. Anyway, this is what we do to torment the women in our lives. The, the women in our lives. It's yeah. totally true. Or Nick. I do it to Nick, too, but he's, I just don't see him as much. So that's Yeah. Cool. How's he doing? He's fine. He was uh, he's he was actually working uh, a place we visited yesterday while we were out driving around. He's got, I don't know why he's doing this, but he's currently got three part-time jobs that he really likes equally, and he's waiting for one of them to offer him full-time, and he'll take whichever one it is. So, so wait, is he is he just back home for the summer from Red no, Wing? No, he's or? done. Didn't I tell the story on the show? I thought I did. Did I not tell the story about Nick? I don't happened? remember if you did. No, oh. uh, I don't remember it on this show. Maybe you told it on Skim, or you know, maybe it I could have been yeah. could have been during uh, nap time, which is usually uh, <laughs> jury. <laughs> right, right, a Tuesday or something. Um, all right. Well, just the short of it is, he was in you know Minnesota. Was going great. Was working for Red Wing. He got an offer to go work in. Uh, Maine, uh, Portland, Maine. Okay, I company. do remember that. Yeah, and yep. a company was like, "Hey, we want to pay to bring you out here. We're going to pay you more. We're going to do all this stuff. We're going to have you manage this stuff. We're going blah 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 blah." And it was like super exciting and cool. And he was stoked about it. So he applied. They said, "Yes, you're perfect for this. Let's do it." They negotiated his pay and everything else. It was all set to go, and to the point that he had gotten out of his lease early. In the place mm-hmm. in Minnesota, which immediately got swooped up by somebody else, so there was no I'm staying sure. there. Yeah, he also had quit uh, his job at Red Wing, at the Red Wing headquarters there, uh, all ready to go. Is his, his uh, well, you know, car gassed up, ready to go to Portland. 
And uh, about a week before all this was supposed to happen, those guys totally yanked the carpet on, from underneath them. The people that offered them the oh, job no. were like suddenly like, oh, we, we, we've, we've had something come up. We can't do it now. This isn't going to happen. So he has left like, oh, well, I'm High in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I got no. And they're not going to pay the money they were going to pay to move him because that was part of the deal. Is they were going to throw him a couple of grand to get all his stuff to, to Portland, uh, to Maine. And it didn't happen. So as a result, he was like, well, what am I going to do? Do I scramble and try to figure something out here? Or is the cheaper thing just to fill the car up and go home? Like, let's go back to Salt Lake and do it. <laughs> and that's what they did. Yeah. So he did. Wow. So he came back here and he's currently, uh, like I said, three jobs. One of them is, uh, I forgot what they call it. It's basically a private club for guys that are like big wiggy millionaire types that go in there and get their oh, shoes God. done and like smoke a cigar on the on the veranda and just are, it's like some kind of fancy gentleman's club. Like a club. country club but not a not attached to a golf course or what uh Yeah, it's just like a place where they all go in there and I don't know. It's like a private club for men sort of, but it's not it's not a gay. It's not a gay. A club. place. You <laughs> get the blue oyster. Yeah. No, it uh, sounds like a place that you and I would never be invited to go, and we're just fine with that. One thousand percent agree <laughs> with you. But the nice thing is, they yeah. tip huge. So if they come in and they get their shoes done, like he'll he'll belly up and do a, do somebody's shoes, and uh, it's like a shoe shine type thing, you know. Yeah. And they'll yeah. they'll t- they'll tip you fifty bucks. It's like here, here's fifty bucks. Here's a hundred bucks. Here's whatever. Like they're, nice. these guys are loaded. And so the reason it's interesting is because um, it's pretty highfalutin. Oh, this uh, Squeeze played there in a private concert. Shut up. Squeeze. Really? Yes. I, mean, I, forget, I meant to tell you this. <sighs> Squeeze played there. And I could have gone had Nick worked there then, but it was right before he got the job. So I, I, I couldn't oh, go. Oh, man. Who was the other band? Yeah, another you- band from the eight, from something from the 90s that was a big deal. And they performed there. Crap. Wow. Filter. Filter perform there. Filter, really? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I picked up a Mojo magazine this last weekend because uh, there was an article about Crowded House that I wanted to read, and there was a, a CD stuck to the front. And yeah. apparently this, now that I'm saying it out loud, apparently this music or this uh, magazine must have come from 1997. But um, <laughs> why don't they do a digital thing? Mojo yeah, magazine, give us, just give a printed code and let the people, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh Going through that, it just it makes me so sad, right? Because it's talking about concerts in the UK. Sure. And this fall, um, Madness touring the UK with Squeeze as their opening act. Oh. Um, uh, Blondie touring the UK with Garbage as their opening act. And Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark touring the UK with Scritty freaking Politi as their opening act. And it's like, these are... These are bands that I would pay top dollar to see here in in the states. Yeah. And guess what? Hall and Oates has come into the U.S. Or not coming? They live here, I guess. But <laughs> Hall and Oates is uh, touring the U.S. And guess who's opening for them? Squeeze. And guess what day they're doing that show? The day I leave oh, for Ireland. Oh man. man! Screw you, man eater! <laughs> wow. Hall and Oates with Squeeze opening? That's weird. Hall and Oates and Squeeze, man. Yeah, I know it is it does seem like a weird, but I mean there was that whole blue-eyed soul oh, crossover. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Plus they're just, I don't know, 
There, there's a hit here's your here's your Hall and Oates to squeeze connection. You ready? Yeah, go. Uh, Hall and Oates, original performers of the song "Every Time You Go Away," which was a big hit for Paul Young. Paul Young is one of the two backing vocalists, along with Elvis Costello, in the background of Squeeze's "Black Coffee in Bed." Oh wow! There's your connection. Wow, right that's there. pretty good crossover. So hold on yeah. a second. Every time you go, that one. Yeah, away. yeah, that was originally Hall and Oates before it was Paul and, Paul Young. You take a piece of me. That one. That's the one. What is that from movie wise? Why is that ringing? They a bell? did a crappy cover of that at the end of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's and the, the less one. we talk about that, the better. That's the one. It is a bad cover. It's it a, is the worst cover ever. Yeah. But I but I associate the tune, the melody so strongly <laughs> with that movie. I can't take it out of it. Yeah. I think it's while he's on the while he's on the train. Oh no, it's it's after the train when he shows up. When they go to the house and and yeah. uh, he goes back for Dell, picks him up to take him back to his his house and have Thanksgiving dinner, and that song is playing. Yeah, and, and for wife. some reason he rings the doorbell like he lives there, but he rings the doorbell. <laughs> it his was own weird. House. It was really weird. But he but she's up on the wife's up on the stairs. Oh, and here's a fun crossover. So the wife up yeah. on the stairs, she was yeah. the head of the organization, the little secrety organization in the boys. Um, before. Oh, really? Yeah, she got killed though, right? See, sorry, spoiler. There's a there's a death in the boys, uh, but I want to say in season one she may have gotten shot. I don't remember, but oh, anyway, wow. that's okay. the actress. It wouldn't, be, wouldn't surprise me. She's the older lady who uh, does stuff, and she's great. She's really cool. Anyway, well, that was that's a fun. Cool. That was a fun workaround. That was a fun little tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Nick's technically here in Salt Lake City again, and uh, cool, doing fine. He's fine. It's good. Good to for see him. him again. Good. Yeah. I'm sure it's good for you guys to have him back. Yeah. He's not living here, but he's you know he's he's in the city, so we see him and. Went and saw him yesterday, and he'll be over tonight for some other stuff. And anytime he needs lunch, guess what? He shows up and gets it. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you're, you know, you're yeah. a vagabond uh, son of a cooking mother who made a big batch of jambalaya yesterday. Right. You bring, you just bring your own Tupperware and... Uh... Oh, her jambalaya is really good right now. Her This latest batch, holy shiz. <laughs> if you guys are making it at home, let me. I got a new idea for you. You take the... Uh, the sausage and you and you burn it a little bit, not a lot, but just mm. like kind of sear it on the outside okay. before you chop it up. I don't know what that did, but whew. seals in the juices when it cooks in the uh, something in the in the, in the stew. So yeah. good. Oh, I just want more of it right now, but I might be gone now. <laughs> we ate it really fast this time. All right, um, cool. I gotta sense. I gotta play something that Gus sent us. Okay. All right. Gus sent this in, and it's just a fun thing to play. I'm actually gonna pause the. The YouTube because I think YouTube's gonna ding me for this, so it's oh short. really? It, it's okay, really wow. it's really short, so I don't think Twitch will care. But YouTube gets weird with their robots, so I'm gonna pause this video. But the people you can still hear us live, so here we go. Uh, he just sent this in with no explanation. This is from Gus. Oh, that's fantastic! I was like, "Where is this going?" And I then know. it's uh, then great? it's some of your your screams from Resident Evil. Yeah, <laughs> he just said he he said he had to do it, and I'm always always happy to play weird shit you guys send us. So keep that stuff coming. That's Love it. Absolutely hilarious. Well done. Uh, I had an interesting uh, weekend, Scott. Yeah. I uh, so went over on Saturday afternoon to the neighbor's pool. 
um, crazy hung neighbor? out crazy neighbors pool for yep a little bit um, with some of the other neighbors. We kind of all got together and hung out. And Tina and I were heading up to Boulder for dinner, and so that she could try a new lens uh, she bought for the trip. And um, so we got out. We're toweling ourselves off, and I feel this tremendous sharp pain in my carotid region oh. as i'm as i'm toweling off i'm like what your, the your, heck? your loins in your loins my loins okay. in my loins right. but like a like a bite or a sting or something and it's it's about uh uh 2 inches to the right when i look down so to the left if you're looking at me uh from you know the 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 business end of the the business end <laughs> of the brine um and you know, I'm like, I'm like trying not to be obvious about, but I'm like feeling around there for like, is there a bee in there or a spider or something like that? Because something, something really sharp or a splinter or who knows what. Um, I get back to the house to change into dry clothes, and I look, and sure enough, something stung or bit me, mm. and it's still. I put on some cortisone cream, and um, I use this. We get this little, this little suction tool that we use for mosquito bites and it took the sting away immediately. This was really cool. And, and I think some venom, I mean, there was liquid, there was some venom that came out of this thing, but it's like a little, a little plunger suction thing that you, uh, uh, that you use, uh, got out the bad sting, but I still don't know. It's still, it's a a white dot with a, like a white bump with red all around it. Is this is spreading at all? Any kind of uh, not infection, but like uh, um, allergic or anything to it? Or? No, I mean it's it's spread initially and hasn't gone further than the initial spread. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. My guess is that there was a spider hanging out in the towel, yeah. and that when I started uh, drying off, that spider said "F this," and then, yeah. gosh, dang it, dude! <laughs> I don't yeah. like stuff like that because it could have been like no. uh, I don't know. You guys get you guys get the brown recluse. Or we that, get brown recluses yeah. out here. We do have black widows. I know there's a corner of the basement here where uh, I constantly am getting rid of black widows. Yeah. So who knows? But I mean, if it was a black widow, I'd probably be a lot. I'd probably be sick right yeah, now. Yeah, probably you would probably it'd be worse. Yeah. So, yeah. My guess is it was a wolf spider, and I'm waiting to see if uh, if I can stick to walls and howl at the moon, so I can be Wolf Spider Man. Well, that was the other thing I was going to ask: is yeah, did you you know any superpowers? Anything manifest itself since the nothing uh, yet? Um, I had okay. a bloody nose last night that wouldn't stop, but uh, that's not really a superpower, is it? Is, is that a <laughs> no? It feels like a super yeah. problem sometimes. It's, it's like infinite bloody nose man. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. My dad used to get those. He used to get. The worst bloody noses. My sister had terrible bloody noses. She'd wake up in the morning and her bed would be soaked in blood sometimes. Like, yeah. what the heck, man? I never get bloody noses. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know I, why. I rarely get them. Rarely get them, but I think it's just because of the smoke and how dry it's been lately. Yeah, that stuff's been bad. We have our own fires now, so now I can't even blame California. We got, like, our own fire yeah. stuff. And we'll send some of that your way, so enjoy our yeah. fire. Oh, I know. I saw the map. I said, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Um, really quick, one last thing before we bring Brian Dunaway in here. Uh, went and saw Free Guy yesterday. Oh! And enjoyed it tremendously. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jodie Comer from um, Killing Eve. Oh, I like her. Uh, she She's great. I like her a lot. I like her. I mean, basically, hey, Tina sits there and looks at Ryan Reynolds the whole time during the movie. I can sit there and look at Jodie Comer That's right. the whole time during she's the movie. She's the assassin lady from the Killing Eve, right? The, the... She's the assassin. She's Villanelle, okay. yes. Yeah, she's awesome. 
I, I have a similar um, crush, by the way. It's a, I yeah. got the same vibe about... Uh, I know these people are all way too young for us to have crushes on, but uh, she reminds me of that, Phil, uh, or that um, Florence Pugh is a lot like oh, her. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, kind of, yeah. She's also got her eyes spaced apart like uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, um, wow. In the Vivitch. The Vivitch. In the, in the Vivitch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not not the and upcoming the Queen's, Mad Max sequel. The Queen's Gambit. Or the Gambit, but the Vivitch, yeah. That's the one. Uh, did they get the um, video anyway. game stuff right? Or, or am I in for yes. trouble here? Yes. Okay. He's right. a, a non-player character that um, through through a, uh, a, a series of unusual events is able to uh, see what the players see in this huge MMO game that he's a part of. Yeah. And um, uh, and and uh, hilarity ensues. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. It is really good. And there's a lot of a lot of deep cuts for for video game players yeah and a great cameo that i won't spoil oh oh a completely unexpected cameo that uh not taika waititi uh, we knew about him yeah no he's he's very prominent so he's the bad guy yeah he's, the, he's he's like a cast member in there. <laughs> you first see him and it's like is taika waititi wearing a prosthetic chain no he just has a really strong jawline that's his actual chin yeah they didn't have to do much to make cronk or whatever his name is because that chin is just about <laughs> the same as his real chin <laughs> Korg, yeah. Korg, yeah. Kronk. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so is he i assume he's great and wonderful mm-hmm. in this yeah yeah it's it's a really it's a fun show. I called it on Twitter. I called it a rom-com. Get mm. it? A rom-com? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Like a ram-com, but a read-only memory-com? Nice. Uh, I'm into it. I want to see... I want to see it. So I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad it's, you liked it. it. It's a bummer it wasn't day and date streaming somewhere so that so that you could check it out as well. But uh, It does sound like the dumbest thing concept-wise. It seems so dumb, but everybody I've talked yeah. to is like, no, 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 they got it figured out. They did it right. It's great. So Yeah. And, um, yeah, and you don't get, like, other video game characters making appearances in this, if that makes sense. Yeah, right? no, You I don't get, get Pac-Man all of a sudden and <laughs> Donkey somebody Kong saying, uh, like, Pixels, right? I'm like, no, not like Pixels. <laughs> not like Pixels. Like Pixels? Not well, like see, Pixels. there's a good example. Pixels on paper uh, is dumb, and it is also turns out to be executed <laughs> On screen dumb. turns out. <laughs> yeah. So well. sometimes these things get pulled off. I always think of, like, Galaxy Quest. Shouldn't work. Totally does. Uh, right, that's a good comparison. Yeah, Fargo the TV show shouldn't work. Totally does. Like you can do this stuff. You can pull it off, man. You just have mm-hmm. to have the right people involved, and it sounds like they did. So I am in. All right, I'm going to call yeah. Brian Dunaway, and we're going to play. We're going to play a game. We didn't get to do this at all last week, so I'm kind of excited about this. Yeah, I missed it. Uh, I missed our our little game shows too. Yeah, it was way fun. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do the the three days that I can stream while you're gone because i won't do a tms i don't have all the the, the things i need the, the you should totally I could stream. do like I think game shows or something you should totally stream something fun i don't know what but that's i will I'll, i was thinking i'd stream some new video game or stream some video games but yeah. um i could also do like a little game show with contestants oh, and all that yeah look at you putting on the hosty pants for the video or sure. for the game shows all right uh, i'm gonna play this here button right here you all know what that means when I play that. It means it's time to welcome Brian Dunaway to the show, who joins us from South Carolina and does every Monday and Wednesday when we have our little game shows. Hello, Brian. Hello. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hello, Brian. Hi. How are you guys? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. good. It feels like we just talked to you for two and a half hours on Saturday. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I've had enough of both of you. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> You're out of here. It was, uh, that was weird, because 
I think we just that everything about Suicide Squad and then everything around it is just such mm. our jam. The that, Suicide Squad, sorry, Scott. The Suicide Squad. <laughs> that we just I don't know. We just got carried away and nobody nobody felt like we were going over it. Just no. went long. No. Yeah, that's because you weren't looking at the Discord. I was going, Scott, enough. Scott, I got to go. I need to poo. I'm going to shut this thing down. (laughs) Well, anyway, it's good to have you here. We're going to play. It was was good times. We're going to play some, uh, some, uh, what do we play here? This is, uh, what do we call this? The Rocky Sharks. This version of it we call uh, the Morning Squirm. Brian, you'll explain to us how this works and who might be winning today or who might be playing. That's (laughs) right. Yeah, welcome to the Morning Squirm, a back-and-forth trivia game where our players will match what's on topics that Cliff Clavin would have uh, offered up at the Cheers Bar. Uh, Scott and Brian are going to take turns answering multiple-choice trivia questions, and if they get their question wrong, the other player gets a point. The player with the most points after five questions wins the prize for their contestants, and we're pulling contestants from members of the Tadpool that can't be here live. So, Scott, you're playing for Rasmus from uh, Helsingborg, Sweden. Ah, sweet. Good luck, Rasmus. And Brian, you're going to play for David from Houston, Texas. So good luck with uh, Rasmus and David. David. I'm I'm so proud of us. We've grown up so much. Have we? Yeah, (laughs) 10 years ago, ago, if you had said so-and-so was from Sweden, there would have been a Sweden accent, and then you would have said something about Texas, and then I would have tipped my hat and said something (laughs) Texas. But we don't need that. Yeah, well, sometimes we still do. If we talk about Ireland, all bets are off. So that's just Oh, well, Ireland, that's different. That's everybody's joke. That's different. That's everybody's joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny we didn't go bork, bork, bork. uh... Right, yeah. But you did now, so now we lost all credit. We've, we've reverted back to our childish size. Uh, I can't remember who won last week, so let's say, Brian, you get the first question. Sure. Okay. I actually won, All so right. that's perfect. You should start. You did. Oh, that is perfect then. All right. Yep. Ladies. Oh, ladies. Yeah, ladies, I'm on this. If you think your new lipstick looks killer on you, you might be right. It could actually be deadly. A 2013 study found that 75% of tested lipsticks contain this toxic material. Oh, okay. Is it A, mercury, B, arsenic, C, lead, or D, hydrogen sulfide? I don't know, but isn't isn't it like made from like pig parts or something isn't that the joke has got the fat is it uh whale blubber or something isn't it or is that uh, am i thinking of something else uh, who knows well, you're thinking of, them, of my my what, ass the whale um, <laughs> the whale barf is a different thing but that's like perfume right yeah that's uh, oh. ambergris is ambergris, that right is that ambergris? The, yes the, the whale fat thing that they yeah oh. that's weird yeah. um i'm actually gonna I, for some reason before you even read the ones arsenic was hitting my head for some reason even though I don't know why. I'm going to say arsenic. Brian says arsenic. Is that the correct answer? No. You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of the flavor aid at uh, Jonestown. Oh, yeah. I'm also probably thinking of all those cigarette commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Flavor aid in Jonestown. All right, uh, Scott, um, you get the point. Yeah. But uh, do you also want to guess mercury, lead, or hydrogen sulfide? I'd say mercury. Mercury is also incorrect. Interesting. Damn it. Uh, lead. How else they make them shiny? Seventy-five percent of tested lipsticks. I was gonna bring. Lead. I was gonna blame the Chinese. I know there's been a you know all the lead problems from products coming in. Is that the reason why? Is it 
manufactured no primarily I, I, didn't get, I didn't i didn't go that deep to get answers yeah don't right? you xenophobe yeah. just throwing it all on the chinese like this look at this well, dude, that was a, that was a problem for a while we were they were there was a whole uh, a whole movement yeah i think that was like a year ago or 10 years ago by the way that yeah that well, i'm not saying thing. yeah <laughs> but I'm just no, saying you're, there you're were right. different standards for manufacturing but isn't there lead Oh, lead. I'm thinking of iron. Yeah, no, lead's bad. No lead. Yeah, lead's, lead's bad. Bad. Yeah. bad. Don't lick the paint, kids. Yeah. Don't lick the paint. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, this question is for you. If you grew up watching TV every day, you saw about 16,000 of these by the time you turned 18. Okay. Is it drug commercials, cartoons, movie trailers, or murders? Oh. oh, this is a hard one. Those are good. How much? 16,000 the, of 16, these 000. by the time you turned 18. Mm, I'm going to go with the murders. It feels right. Scott says murders. The correct answer, or is that the correct answer? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. That's murders a lot of murders. Holy shit. Jeez Louise. It yeah. seems like that would be. So that was an average, right? Well, you yeah. saw about 16,000. Yeah, so average. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think Castles about it. Every were time, on the uh, A team. Yeah, I, and, you know, I was gonna say, out. like right, every right. action show we liked when we were younger, every episode yeah. of everything. No one said, died on the A team. No, <laughs> did probably not. Someone no. died. It was probably like uh, right. Someone died. Simon and Simon. Somebody died on Simon and Simon every week. <laughs> heart to every heart. Week. When they met, it was deadly. Yeah. Well, I know people died on Magnum PI and Knight Rider and yeah. yes. <laughs> Dude, Mikey's giving Dunaway heat here. Says no Dunaway. Exactly sixteen thousand murders. <laughs> well, I was just thinking. I know, I know that would be the opposite of what I would think. But no, no, I was just saying it just, just seems odd because yeah. I don't feel like I saw nowhere near that many murders. But I wasn't watching the same things as other people. So, well, I also think part of this whole statistic is that we think we didn't, but we really did, or whatever. Like, isn't that the yeah. that's the whole point? Is like, right. oh wow, you that's saw a lot point. more than you thought you saw. I thought you were going to say serial commercials, and I would have. Believed I'm to fact check these people 1600 16, kiss thousand. my butt let me yeah. see yeah yeah how old was i supposed to be well you were uh, 18 yeah oh i know that but what year because i turned 18 many different i i didn't turn 18 <laughs> the same time everybody else did right right i, I don't know you know that's a funny time. thing it's like it, it it says 18 years of television yeah. watching every day but if you started back in 19 19- 60 you'd see right. far fewer murders than if you started exactly. in 2001 for example interesting i wonder if there's right. a statistic i wonder if there's a statistic that says how many boobs you've seen in that amount of time and that if it mm-hmm. and if it's actually <laughs> um an odd number because we all saw total <laughs> yeah, recall you, that's right do you count each one or do you count well, as no, a pair it's because we saw total recall and there's a third boob in total oh, recall. That's, yeah. right. that's right sure yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's not really a pair is it it no, throws off a, the average. Yeah. No, it's a try. It's a trifecta of boobs. Hey, Marge, guess how many boobs I saw today? Thirteen. <laughs> See, that's exactly what he would say. Uh, all right, Scott. This question. Oh no, I'm sorry, Brian. This one goes back to you. Okay. Uh, speaking of death, if you live in the United States, we're not sure how you're going to die, but the most likely place for you to die is watching TV. Hey. <laughs> Bro, on, on Magnum PI. Right. Uh, a, a hospital. B, a nursing home. C, in your own home. Or D, in bed. Interesting. All right. Just from the sheer volume 
of times that humans spend in bed versus those other locations would make me think that in bed would be the most likely place to die. In bed is incorrect, and it's dumb how this question is worded because, yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, point goes to Scott. Where, Scott, where the other three again. Yep, in a hospital, in a nursing home, or in your own home. Where are you most likely to die? Ah, see, that's where it got me. Uh, yeah. It'd be own home then, because I think that's what you're saying. The bed is a specific part of a own home, but it's probably the home overall, right? That right. is also incorrect. Really? A hospital. Wow. A hospital. But chances are, if you're in a hospital, you're in a bed, and if you die, you're in a bed in a hospital. So and it's your bed. No one else can have it. You know what? So I'm taking the win. No. It may. <laughs> you, know, you, know, what, you know what? You know what? This statistic tells me. What? You know what the statistic tells me. What? Don't go to the hospital. You'll right. die. Right. Yeah. You're more likely to die there. That yeah. seems like a really great idea to have to take away from this. Well done. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a, a poorly worded question, but Scott still gets the point. I love it. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Uh, Scott, yeah. the record for the longest time spent without sleeping is held by Randy Gardner and oh. is A, five days, B, 18 and a half days, C, 13 days, or D, 11 days. Um, so five, 18, 13, or 11. I'll say. Or E, Randy's full of shit. <laughs> Randy Gardner sounds like horny Gardner to me. Um, <laughs> let's do. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 18. I'll say 18. B. 18. All right. Is it 18 and a half days? It is not. Uh, Brian gets the point. Brian, your remaining choices are five days, 13 days, or 11 days. I think five days is the max you can go without sleep, right? I mean, yeah. All right. You're saying five? I'm going five, baby. Five is also incorrect. 11 days. Randy Gardner went without sleeping. 11 days. I want to know if they watched him. (laughs) <laughs> or also i'm sure i mean good you i can barely stay awake Guinness world record off and say hey uh, i've been awake for 11 days for 11 days could you could you jot that down yeah is that also i assume it's not with the help of like drugs stimulants things like that Maybe. uh probably was with the help of like uh, caffeine could have been I imagine right? coffee yeah. and, yeah. i can barely stay awake for 24 hours without taking micro naps that are not oh. you know yeah, it's like for me, like yeah. eight hours is a big eight stretch. Yeah. <laughs> it's the struggle this whole show. <laughs> it's for me, it's been man. a struggle. Last night, I was like ten thirty. I'm like, why am I so freaking tired at ten thirty? And it didn't matter. <laughs> I was just going to bed. That's how it was. Yeah, Good right. Night. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, this one goes back to Brian. Brian. Yep. He got the is point right? for the last one, right? right? He did get the point of the last one. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. Because yes, yep. Right. All right, Brian. On average. A person walks by 16 of these during their lifetime. Another average, by the way, Brian, it's not an exact number. Mm. Just letting you know. Okay. <sighs> Is it You a- say one thing one time and suddenly it's Baby Shark oh, no. every Dude, week. Dude, that may as well be my nickname on this show. I say one thing one time and it right. haunts me forever. So welcome to the club. Uh, all right. On average, a person walks by 16 of these during their lifetime. Is it A, murderers, B, billionaires, C, <laughs> CIA agents or D people who will die that very same day. Whoa. That's okay, dark. so sixty so that's 16, interesting question. So, in a lifetime you'll walk by sixteen of right. what what kind of people? 
I, I think it's got to either be, be murder or deaths because you would never know if you walked by a CIA. So how would you even track that? How would you even know? Did the CIA agent say? Oh, I don't know. Oh, interesting. They probably so, figure like a, a number of CIA agents right. compared to the populace and you walk by them. Right. I mean, how would they know murderers? Like they're not wearing a sign that right. says, oh, murderer. <laughs> All these trivia questions have been hard to... Uh, <laughs> verify yeah. except yeah. the staying awake thing apparently um on average uh i was gonna say th- th- died that day mm-hmm. yeah okay. 60 people died that day 60 people who will die that very same day incorrect Scott. that's the point i am uh, doing terrible today you are uh, yes mm. murderers billionaires or cia agents i don't think it's billionaires they're way too small of a percentage um, 16 in a lifetime, my friend. Eat the rich. Uh, let's go with... Uh, <laughs> eat the rich. Let's go... Uh, as weird as it sounds, let's do CIA agents. I mean, is this U.S.? These are U.S. statistics, I assume? This um, isn't worldwide? It doesn't say. Oh, geez. That adds a weird wrinkle to it. Mm-hmm. I'll say the CIA agents. I don't know. Okay. All right. CIA agents is... Also incorrect. Yeah, Brian, you should go with your first thought. It is murders. Uh, ah, murderers. You're locked by 16 murderers in your lifetime on average. Now Damn. I can see your theme. Now I should have answered murderers every time. But it's too late now. <laughs> you know what that means? You know what? It just hit me. That means that part of that statistic is the one person who only ever saw one murderer their whole life, and it was their murder. So they don't, they died after they oh. saw this murderer. Do you see mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's part of those numbers on the that's low right. end. Sure. That's, the, what, that's sure. what's known as averages, Scott. Yeah, I don't like that. That's a really disturbing average. I don't like it. <laughs> I wonder how many of those are in Vegas. Like uh, walking down the strip and... Uh, All 16. Yeah. I, got my whole, I got my whole 16 uh, on one trip to Vegas <laughs> walking down the strip. You get one. You got to go as far as the space needle thing, but you'll get all sixteen. It'll be fine. Right? I really want to know how. I need. To, I need you to send me. No, I'll just go back. I, I'm going to look at every one of those questions, and I'm going to figure out how they figured these out because I am so curious how they know that as a statistic. It's pretty yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's like, well, we all walk this past this many people a day, and there's as many murderers, <laughs> and that would be this. And look, I can do math. Yeah. But anyway, me, me good at math. Me good at math. <laughs> friend. 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 Hand. Peacemaker. Bird. <laughs> ah. All right. We got it. Where are we? Whose turn? That's it. Time oh, is up. You won, Scott. Was, you oh, won, I won. Scott. I win. Winner, winner. No five questions. That's right. Since I didn't get any. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Rasmus from uh, Helsingborg. You're getting a copy of Milky Way Prince and Pa Pa Pa. On Steam, pa pa pa. No idea. And uh, but don't worry, David. You're not. You're not not showing up and leaving empty-handed. Uh, you're getting a copy of Effie on Steam. Yeah, Effie. I actually think he may have gotten the cooler right. game. That's a pretty good game. Really, yeah. Effie's a good game. Oh, yeah, the other two I have never heard of, so they might. Listen, be good. Milky Way Prince, the Vampire Star, sounds like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it should be a great game. Yeah, it sounds like a real good time. Uh, I'm sure, it's made end. by the people who brought you Pigeon Dating Simulator. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a real thing. All right. Hey, later today, speaking of weird indie games, uh, that's what me and uh, Brian Dunaway cover on the Boop Show. And that's happening today at 3 30 Mountain Time. So if you're around and you want to hang out with us and talk about cool games from uh, the, the more indie side of the business, uh, that's what we'll do. And that'll be today at 3 30, right here at frogpants.tv. 
Uh, Brian Dunaway, anything you'd like to add to that or mention or say? Sure, man. We're going to talk a little bit about Boyfriend Dungeon. We're going to hit the Dunge. Mm, now on Xbox dungeon. Game Pass. Yeah. It's, a dating, it's a dating simulator slash hack and slash. Yeah. Slash. yeah. You date your sword, yeah. basically. You, you date, date your, your sword. Yep. Your swords are men, handsome men. You you date them, and you use them to chop down enemies. That and we're going to talk about that yeah. and other crazy crap yeah. on the Boob Show. That may sound really dumb and weird, but... It's a I hit. Feel a lot of fun. Like yeah, people really dig it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Brian, have a great day. See you later. Bye. All right. Brian, <clears throat> we now yes. enter the phase of the show where we take a break. When yes. we come back, we're going to do stuff with uh, Bill and, and uh, Stephen. Stephen's yes, in a remote are. location. I don't know where he's actually at, but he's not going to be where he normally is. So we'll see how that right. goes. Right. So he better sound good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No pressure, Stephen. I see him in the chat. Uh, all that and more coming up. Uh, before that, a song brought to you by, I guess, Soundography. What's going on with that brought today? Brought to you by Soundography. Brand new episode just went on the uh, the, the feed today for Soundography. It's our uh, last. you got to listen to this before we start getting into our regular shows. This time, it's my turn. I make Hammond listen to the Trash Can Sinatra's 1990 album, Cake which was a huge album when I was growing up. That was such a, such a classic. And uh, we, we analyze it. We go in depth. And did Hammond like it? Well, you'll just have to listen to find out. That's over there at soundography.com. Nice. All right. Uh, Indie in the Middle today um, comes to us via Utah uh, by way of uh, North Wales and Los Angeles. This is a band called The Joy Formidable. Mm. Uh, these are a, um, uh, they're, they're, their release of their anticipated album into the blue. Uh, let's see. This is their second album. Follows their critically acclaimed uh, kaleidoscopic 2018 album, kaleidoscopic AAR. I'm sorry, Arth. I guess is what it's A A A R T H. Arth. Um, you may have seen them on uh, on tour with the Foo Fighters. These guys were the opening act for the Foo Fighters for Foo Fighters on their North American tour, um, and they were also invited by the Cure's Robert Smith to play his Meltdown Festival in London and the Pasadena Daydream Fest in L.A. So these guys are uh, definitely getting some notoriety and some attention. Uh, from their brand new album Into the Blue, here is the Joy Formidable and the song, the title track. Into the blue, and they're from here. They're, I mean, they're here now. They're, they're from, based here. They're they're from Utah. Yeah. Okay, I got to play this. Utah connection. That's the rule. That's right. I don't make the rules. That's right. That's just the rule. All right. Well, uh, awesome. Let's play it. Here it is, and we'll be right back. Slow 
will return after deciding your punishment. I can't get close to those kryptonite horseshoes. The Morning Stream. Bread goes in, toast comes out. You can't explain that. We've returned, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Brian, that song again. Uh, That is Into the Blue, performed by the band The Joy Formidable. It's the title track track from their new album, which comes out Friday, August 20th. So uh, go check out The Joy Formidable. Sorry, I had to clear my throat, and it was the worst timing ever. (coughs) That sounds awesome. I also love it when when a local band does good, so that's great. Heck All right, yeah. uh, we are going to now add our good pal Bill to the show. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran of PunchProps.com joins us from the Pacific Northwest. Bill, what's going on, man? 
Hello. Hey. Uh, there are t- two cats very near me, and they're growling at each oh. other. Oh. Are they both cats? yours? <laughs> yes, they are. They are both mine. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah. You know what that means, though. Uh, any minute now, chaos, right? That's yeah. All. So mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. happens, if I just disconnect, it's because the house has been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen... I've seen... <laughs> I have seen some fights with cats on TikTok lately. I don't know what's going on there, but whoo, boy, howdy. Uh, anyway, hey, it's Bill, and I uh, love having you on. It's been a bit, though. We didn't have you last week, and uh, we missed you terribly. So why don't you fill us fill our lives full of uh, good maker goodness today? What's going on? All right, well, I've been keeping busy, and uh, what I've been keeping busy with is some computer numerical control. That's right. What? CNC. Hmm. I've been uh, learning how to CNC metal. I had no idea that's what CNC stood for. Computer numerical control? No idea. Yes. No idea either. Had no idea. I, I thought, thought it was, it was the CNC music factory is what it stood for. <laughs> Everybody dancing. Uh, I, just, yep. I just set off our Alexa. Everyone's panicking. <laughs> well, happens here all the time. Don't don't feel Um bad. Yes. So like your your 3D printer is a, is a, a CNC machine. It, it uh, controls a tool in some way. Uh, to create a thing. Uh, now I've done some some of this in the past. CAM is what you would call it, computer uh, aided machining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've never done it with metal, and uh, I'm here to tell you there's a lot to learn, <laughs> and the ex- the, uh, the mistakes are expensive, or <laughs> more expensive than with like wood or something else. Sure. So <clears throat> so CAD is computer assisted drawing, and CAM is computer assisted machining, and they work together. And I've been using Fusion 360. Uh, and just like with like a 3D print, you start by making your 3D model. So I have a project I'm working on. It's a guard for a sword, like a flat piece of metal with a thing carved into it. And uh, I 3D modeled that. And then I'm able to use the machining uh, tools in Fusion 360 to create a whole bunch of different operations to go and cut all of those parts out with my machine. Sure. It is, of course, far more complicated than that, but that is the gist of it. <laughs> right. You, uh, you tell the machine, this is what the tool looks like I'm going to use to go cut out this piece. Uh, so here's kind of the, the plan I have for that. And then the computer figures out all the little paths, little little machine paths it has to take for you. In terms of like materials, it's there are other kinds of like you can do wood in some CN machines CN, mm-hmm. CNC machines I, I, that, like that's not even the part that really matters if your thing's capable of of cutting metal it'll do metal if it does wood it'll do wood it maybe do all you know yeah. plus, plus more I don't know but um, it used to be I thought this was a wood only thing because my brother-in-law Steve uses it or has one sure and um, sure yeah you know. the uh, the more hobby level let's say uh, machines are probably more capable of wood um, the more professional or industrial level tools are what would be used mostly for metal. And those are less common in hobby shops or in home shops, but they are becoming a lot more common. Mm. Uh, and the hobby CNC machines are all getting a lot better. Uh, so, for example, the machine I've been using is called the Carvey. It is definitely a little hobby machine. I hope you uh, named it Dana. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, it says Carvey on there, and I do want to. Use the machine to cut out the word data right above it. <laughs> Make a name play for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. yes. Actually, I had a different one. It, it wasn't a very good one that I got rid of, but its name was Carvey Danger. Oh, really awesome. <laughs> you could have, and oh, then later, if you're bored of that, you could call it Carvey Danger Field. Just add a field on there. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Actually, 
somehow, because my life is bizarre, had dinner a couple years ago with one of the members of the band Harvey Danger. Oh, oh really? What was, yeah. that, what was that about? How'd that work? Did he have to get down off a flagpole to... to... <laughs> Oh man! What, what was? What, what, just, why were you there? What was the opportunity? I don't get it. Um, uh, my pal Adam Savage was in town and had dinner with a handful of folks. And oh, apparently, oh. he knows that guy too. So, well, let me pick up this name that you just dropped. Down <laughs> yeah, pick it. Don't let it get dirty. Make sure that name gets clean. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, no, just I kidding. I sat next to Neil Stevenson. What? Cool. Oh yeah. wow! Whoa! He's did, a cool guy. did you give him a book idea and then he went and made millions from it, or no? Guy? I didn't. I did not provide Neil Stevenson with anything of value. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> anyway, my Carvey machine, yeah. <laughs> the CNC machine. Uh huh. Um, it, and it is a hobby machine. It's a little. It's not more than a little underpowered. It's very underpowered for metal. Um, but I made it work through some trial and error, but I made it work. Um, the machine, this one in particular, looks a lot like a 3D printer. It even has an enclosure built around it. Uh, but it's, instead of a hot nozzle that poops out plastic, it has a spinning tool. Yeah. So instead of adding material, it removes it. Um, other oh, than like that, a, it is like sculpting very kind of, similar. Right? Yeah, like a, like a, yeah exactly. Like clay or whatever. Sub- subtractive sculpting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at you with so, a fancy word for that. That's pretty good. Well, I mean... I did go to art school. <laughs> yeah, I'm not having so dinner this, with my good cool. friend Adam Savage. I'm going to art school. That sounds good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, so the tool pass that you create in your cam workspace that basically tells the machine where to drag this spinning tool through your material, hopefully in the correct spot. Yeah. There know. there are some problems though. Oh, all right. <laughs> some difficulties. Uh, so there are a lot of different operations that you can use. It's not as easy as going, hey, there's my part. Just cut it out. You have to be a little more specific about telling the computer what types of operations to use. So there's a bit of trial and error there, figuring out the right operations. Um, the, the the difficult thing, especially with this hobby machine, is figuring out how fast to push this machine. How fast can I cut through the material? What you would call your feeds and speeds. And they all, all have to be set very manually. Uh, I looked up what other people recommended and I kind of came, got to a ballpark that seemed to work pretty well, but I still had to do a lot, a little bit of tweaking here and there. Um, if you push the machine too hard, it can actually skip steps and then everything it cuts from them, that point out is out of alignment. Forever? Or you gotta, can you adjust it again? Like, you're not. Um, if you notice that it happened, you can stop the operation and reset it. Okay. If you don't notice and it goes and cuts the rest of the piece out, you're kind of hosed because it doesn't remember where zero is mm. anymore. It doesn't re- remember where home is. Right. So if you start a new operation, it's going to be offset a little bit, which is exactly what happened to me. Um, or if you push the machine too hard, you will break bits. I did that too. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you making all these mistakes so that we won't. This is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, like, um, I had a bit that was, I was, it was pushing it too hard. It worked fine for a while, but eventually it got dull. And once it got dull, it had more friction, and then it broke. Um, the, or I pushed it way too fast, and the instant it came in contact with the metal, it snapped. Like, that happened, too. Yeah. Uh, so you learn. You learn these things. I, I, I've 
I bought a lot of bits. I got a lot of extra bits. Sure. Um, always commit to the bits, I always say. Trial and error seems to be the way I learned best. Uh, Trial the and other, error. <laughs> the other bummer is that uh, brass can be kind of expensive. It can get kind of pricey as you make a lot of mistakes. No, I practiced. I actually did a bunch of practices on some aluminum that I had that was cheaper and kind of similar, although not that similar, it turns out. Uh, but it, it helped get familiar with um, cutting metal. Does it um, the consist or sorry the the sameness or the relative sameness of metal types matters here right because you can't just stick yeah. steel in there if you wanted right right it would yeah, this machine would probably not cut steel yeah that would be it probably wouldn't be able to do that um, and there's a lot of other properties other than just the general hardness of the material um, that make a difference that I don't quite understand yet and I think just getting a lot of hours in cutting a lot of different materials i think that's kind of the way i'm gonna learn yeah but i'm ready i got a lot of cool stuff to make and the machine works so and i and i still have bits left so i can keep working at it um the way i made this thing work um was to take really small slow bites with the machine and just slowly shave off uh, i think i was going 0.2 millimeters at a time tiny tiny little bites yeah uh they took a long time uh, so this part I just finished um, took two or three days worth of machining, but it worked. It worked great. Um, you... If I had a better, more uh, industrial machine, it, I could have gone a lot quicker. But again, but it totally de- worked. The way and you now described I have this part it, can... that I'm really proud of. So if you set it right, it is kind of a set it and forget it, meaning you let it do its thing and you don't have to sit there and monitor it the whole time, or do you? Um. You should keep an eye on your CNC machine. Yeah. Um, but the worst that's going to happen in this case, um, like I said, mine is fully enclosed. The worst thing that can happen is it breaks the bit uh, and then it just keeps going. But at that point, it isn't going to hit your material because the, the bit is no longer in the equation. <laughs> right. So generally, the worst thing that happens is um, it starts cutting the wrong thing and it ruins your material and you're not there to see it happening. Or the bit breaks and you're not there to see it happening. Uh, I wouldn't probably recommend running a CNC machine while you're not in the house. Probably a bad idea. But it's not going to catch on fire or become self-aware and start, you know, turning the rest (laughs) of your appliances against you. It's not that smart. Right. Right. You just may have a, I mean, if something got skewampus, you'd want to be around to to know and stop it before you lose all your material. Yeah, that's generally a good idea. All right. Well, very nice. Uh, these things fascinate me. I watch my brother-in-law use his, and it's uh, honestly a little freaky. Uh, it's thing. so neat to yeah. see it, like especially when you do an operation and, and it cuts a part out, and then you say, "Okay, go back in there and uh, finish the, the the thing on the part on the bottom," and it goes back in and puts it in exactly the same spot again, and then just get, keeps going. Yeah, well, that it's makes sense. So cool. Very, very cool. Well, as usual, uh, before you take off and leave us all with these wonderful thoughts of CMC machines running away, uh, you leave us with a little extra. What do you got this week? Yeah, some more, some more CNC. Go, go to 3D printers. These are big industrial 3D printers that 3D print oh, metal. Yeah. So many um, people sent me this link. This yes. is great. Yeah, The channel is Veritasium, and he covered a company that is 3D printing rockets. And I mean, like, the real ones, big old rockets out of aluminum. It's so cool. Whoa! What the heck? <laughs> so cool. That's cr- that's huge. Yeah. I don't even want. Uh, what, uh, who are these for? What are these? Uh, 
They, they want to send rockets to space. They want a more cheaper, quicker uh, way to make rockets for people. That's amazing. That's a lot of aluminum, too. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Holy mother of pearl. All right. Well, uh, go check that out. That's over at Ver- Veritasium. Veritasium is the chat or the uh, the channel. And you can go learn all about how to 3- 3D print a rocket. Probably not mm-hmm. going to be able to do it yourself, but uh, someone's doing it. So go watch them do it. All right. Uh, very cool. Bill Duran, everybody. PunishProps.com for all the stuff he's making and doing that's cool, as well as Chinbeard on Twitter. Bill, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye. See ya. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I'm sorry. I got a little caught up in this thing. That's amazing. I know. It is really cool. Yeah. Wow. What else could you make? You could make all kinds of stuff. You could make a car. Yeah. <laughs> Big aluminum car. You could make an <laughs> aluminum rocket car. <laughs> I would drive that. All right. Uh, who now? Oh, yeah. Bill, uh, uh, Steven. Steven Schleicher. Yes. Yeah. Let's see if this works. He's remote, but should be fine. I'm not worried. Hello? Are you oh, there? I- oh, hi. He, it is working. Oh, look at this. This is great. Oh, I didn't play your thing, though. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. Our old pal Steven Schleicher from uh, Majorspoilers.com. Who's, uh, you're somewhere. Where are you? Another school or something? I am back at work after... Almost two years. Oh, oh, oh wow! Okay. okay, for COVID. So this you're is in the office. In the office, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's what you sound great. Are you? Uh, uh, I had to reset up because you know, in a in 19 months or whatever it's been, I've got a new computer, which means that all the stuff that was here at the office is obsolete. So I had to rebuild stuff. So I didn't know if it was going to work today or not. Wow, well, you sound great. And uh, are you settling in? Okay, like uh, that must be a weird experience. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm vaccinated, but I'm w- still wearing my mask. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who aren't. Yeah. Well, I heard somebody in the chat was saying Australia's got brand new lockdown business going on. Some kind of hmm. major. Oh yeah, yeah. Lockdown. I saw that an additional two weeks onto the four that they've they've had recently. Yeah, it's all it's all getting crazy. We had something like <sighs> you know, sixteen hundred new cases. A bunch of them are kids here, just in Salt Lake. It's it's. Getting weird again. Yeah, and school school starts back up for the young ones uh, on Wednesday this week. Yeah. Uh, oh, your your young ones are getting started again. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, usually um, around here. Most of the kids start in August. Although there's a, f- I think there's a few schools or maybe age groups that start in September, early September or something. I guess I guess we're almost there. So this is this is mm-hmm. back to school time, everybody. I guess enjoy and don't get sick. Yep. Uh, good luck. Um, all right. Well, uh, we're glad to have you, no, nonetheless. And um, we may as well just jump right in here. Uh, Venom 2 got delayed. What Again. Ha- what happened there? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They basically are like, hey, if we want to make this a theatrical only thing, we probably shouldn't uh, do this in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, so how about we bump this from September 24th to October 15th? And maybe by then COVID will be over. <laughs> Why don't they? Uh, they're just. This is just. just it's that kind of comedy that they needed in Venom One. <laughs> uh, they, they, they. I mean, I know this is. They're not alone in this. Everybody's delays left and right and whatever. But at some point, your your desire to avoid those losses or potential losses, um, you're just you're putting off interest, right? Like I, I feel like the longer you do this, the more the less people are excited about your thing. I think. Well, I, think, uh, I mean, you know. so there's a couple of ways you can look at this, right? So if you look at, uh, what was it, The Cabin in the Woods, that movie sat on the shelf for like two years 
before uh, Chris Hemsworth was a big name and they're like, well, we probably ought to release this in the theater. And then, of course, it had some some good stuff. Yeah. So there's there's that kind of choices. Well, we can just let it sit on the shelf and when we're ready, we can release it. Um, the other option is, well, we could release it in a pandemic and hope that people don't call us out because the movie, quote unquote, underperforms at the box office. Uh, or you could do a simultaneous release. Uh, but Sony has who? What, who? Who are they going to re- simultaneously release through? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And then you, you know? have, and then you could have. Well, we're going to just do a digital only release now. A twenty four on the eighteenth, which is Wednesday, they're doing a digital release of the Green Knight, a one night only, where you watch it at a specific time, where you can go onto their website and watch the Green oh, Knight movie. Okay. Uh, and pay the tickets there, which I might do, but it is Wednesday night and I've got things to do. But I do want to. Do that, um, yeah. So there's those options that you can do. And right now, the Theater Owners Association or the North American Theater Organization is just bad mouthing simultaneous release left and right. Yeah. Uh, whereas people who went to see uh, the Suicide Squad at home, many people were like, yeah, this is fine here. Other people were like, I kind of wish I would have seen it in the theater. But I, you know, we're not going to hear from uh, Warner Brothers how much money came from the streaming release that's going to that movie. Unlike Disney, which says let's charge $30 for black widow. And then we can actually say that the movie's made 65 million through home release. Right. So it, it is complicated. And, and Sony's in that spot because they don't have their own streaming platform to just say, well, we're going to release this streaming. They used to own crackle. That was theirs for a while. Then they got rid of it. Uh, yeah. Not that that was ever a big streaming service, but they had something for a bit. Um, so, and, and so, you know, you it's, know, it's problematic because the the states that have the most movie theaters and the biggest population are also the ones that are currently having the biggest COVID problems. Yeah. So that's Florida, New York, Texas, and California. Yeah. And so, you know, when you when you look at that, it's like, well, do you go ahead and release this at, you know, twenty five million dollars for a for an opening weekend release, or do you wait until, you know, quote unquote, this is all over? Uh, and then hopefully get $125 million. Yeah. Well, I just don't know that, you know, everybody, Dune got moved to August. Oh, a whole bunch of things got moved to August mm-hmm. or October, yeah. rather. So did this. So now that we got all these movies come out in October, two things are going to happen, in my opinion. Uh, it'll be very clear that in fall, none of this is fixed because why mm-hmm. would it? It's, oh, no. It's fall. It'll get worse yeah. by the fall. It's worse yeah. by fall. Always is every year. If you're doing just flu coverage, it's worse by fall. So, you know, yeah. how do you think COVID's going to be? You think it's going to be better? No. And that's number one. Number two, now you got this crowded weekend release schedule for a whole bunch of stuff that kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And they're going to be competing in a way that they weren't planning on in the first place. So even then, whatever dollars they are competing for is going to be weird. So I don't know, man. Like, I think mm-hmm. sometimes I just think just go for your date and lock it in and go. I don't, I don't My know. guess is we are going to see, you know, it used to be when you had Marvel at D23 or the, the Disney convention, they would stand up and say, here are our plans for the next eight years of Marvel movies. My guess is they're now going to be start announcing the year to year announcements only. Here's what we're planning for 2023. And then in 2023, they'll say, here's what we're planning for 2024, yeah. because I don't think too many studios want to get into a bind where they're like, well, we're announcing this uh, movie that's coming out in five years. And now we have to push our entire schedule. And that can upset investors that can uh, uh, shake confidence in the in the studios and the theater system. Yeah. So I think that in, in going forward, they may only say, well, in 2023, here's what we're going to release. And then they're not going to speak anything further than that until they've got production wrapped and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we humans are bad at 
Oh, not, maybe not bad. Like in some ways, it's there's a lot of ingenuity going on in terms of like how to make all this work, despite. I mean, wear a mask. Yeah, well, that too. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. like Get not just, not so much people, yeah, exactly. but like, <laughs> but like it's simple. Like the companies themselves, right? They have to dodge and weave and swerve to make this work. And in some ways, yeah. I see some of that as an innovation. Like some of the stuff that's happening at home through streaming services is a great way to circumvent things to to beef things up it also ruffles mm-hmm. a lot of feathers like it, it's it's all you know it's all like hard change but it'll figure itself out like you know oh yeah eventually but but in the short term i think people are going to be and maybe in the long term repercussions people are going to be a lot more cautious you know one of the reasons why they make these big proclamations of their 10 year plan for movies or whatever television releases is to boost uh, stock market confidence right mm-hmm. um when I used to cover the professional film and, and television markets, uh, anytime I would deal with a company like Sony or like Adobe, uh, they would always say, we do not make forward looking statements, right. meaning that they'll tell you what we want to tell you when we want to tell you when it's ready, but we're not going to say, Oh yeah, we'll have this product ready by next year. It's like video they simply games, wouldn't do thing. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Gaming, the gaming world's the same way. They don't want to, yeah. they want to overcommit. Yeah. Um, I saw, so <laughs> This is not exactly connected, but I wonder. I wonder if we're coming to a head on some of this stuff. So, uh, Texas, the governor just announced that if any bars or restaurants um, mandate masks from their patrons, which again is completely within their purview as a private business to ask them to do whatever they want to do, um, he's going to strip them all of their liquor licenses, which is a really. I, I just. I, I, I hope you guys question Jerry this week when he's on because I just do not understand this. This let's go hell bent in. No, it's insanity. Not to do these things. They're out of hospital beds, and yet they're going to do that. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. But aside from that, my point is like we are going to come to a head here where I think mandates will happen in free market ways, and a bunch of government people who always talk about how government should stay out of our lives are going to try to get into our lives to intervene in this way and it's going to all look real stupid and look dumb and in some ways i think the free market will help this happen and some of that is like life insurance rates will go up for people who refuse to get vaccinated because like smokers and others they're going to get dinged um Mm -hmm. because they're living in a higher risk situation and high risk is anti (laughs) good rates for your insurance that's just how that works so whether that affects actual health coverage insurance i don't know but life insurance certainly will like those kinds of things will start to happen where an airline says, we're the airline. You don't tell us what to do. We tell us what to do. And what we're saying is mm-hmm. you got to wear a mask. And that's going to that's going to start have to happening because if it's not going to be mandated by local, state and federal government, then it's up well, to but, us. But the problem is, especially in this thing with uh, Texas, is that it's uh, if a business wants to mandate masks, the governor's like, no, you don't. Or I'm going to take away your your it's so your effed up livability. It, it's really messed yeah, up. It's really so messed up. But you're it's, right. I, I think at this point we get to we're getting very close to the shaming stage of public discourse where we shame people for not doing this. You know how Brian turns around in the theater and looks at people when they're talking. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. And he just uh, my game and started doing this with masks and stuff like that. The problem is, well, with masks, I mean, you know, masks you can do. But I mean, uh, obviously vaccines, you can't tell if somebody's vaccinated or not. Right. But there's also some people because of medical issues. We've got one in our audience that um, – can't get the vaccine because of a medical issue and so it's mm-hmm. like that and, and it's, that's I mean, what my keeps youngest. me from just oh years too 
yeah, he's ten. He can't get a he can't get a shot yet. Oh right. well, yes, yeah, yeah, the under twelve issues. Yeah, that well. that too. Yeah. But see, here's the thing: that person isn't going. Well, I can't get the vaccine, but also I'm going to go out in public shit everywhere right. and blow in your face right, in the middle right, of this concert. Right. Exactly. Yes. Like if you really can't, yes. if people that can't get it are also being careful in whatever ways they can be for both themselves mm-hmm. and people around them. The people who go, I ain't wearing no mask. They're not doing that. They're not doing anything on the side no, to help no. to help to, to mitigate. Like, well, I can't get the vaccine, but what I'll do is all these other extra things to help. <laughs> oh, it's killing me, man. Yeah. It's yeah. killing me. And that governor's a... What an a-hole. Anyway, uh, yeah, so politics, politics, politics tomorrow on uh, TMS here with Justin. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about My Hero Academia getting a live action treatment. My daughter's going to lose her mind over this, either in the positive or negative. I'm not sure because she loves that show uh, or that anime. So what do we know about this? What's going on here? So there is a live action adaptation of My Hero Academia being done for Legendary Entertainment. And it's going to be directed by Japanese filmmaker Shinsuke Sato, the same one who did Alice in Borderland, if you guys have seen that on Netflix, which is really good. He's also done I Am Hero and Kingdom as well. And so I think a lot of people will get a kick out of this, um, hopefully when they get a good a good cast and crew. For those people that don't know what My Hero Academia is, I'm going to guess that there's maybe one or two people in your audience who doesn't. It uh, started out as a manga uh, about uh, suddenly... 80% of the Earth's population develops uh, these superhero abilities uh, called quirks. And so the series follows these kids as they their quirks develop and they go to uh, hero high school, essentially, and learn to use their powers and learn what it means to become uh, heroes. And maybe they will get hired on to become uh, licensed heroes to protect the populace. Mm. Yeah. And it's, so it's it's really good. I don't know if you've watched it, Scott or Brian, but uh, I enjoy it. Tristan my my loves kids enjoy it. it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, I've never uh, never seen it. I feel like if anybody wants to read the manga, it's available now over on Viz Media. So you can go to viz.com, V I Z.com, and you can read the uh, digital collections right now. Are they all backwards on there? Yes. Okay. Yes. But when you read it digitally on the website, you can just set it up. So when you click, uh, you know, the right button, it'll just take you to the next page as okay. opposed to the the left page okay yeah because the actual book books that kills me i can't do it i have a really hard time with that. yeah it, it takes a little bit but after a bit you figure out how to do it yeah it's like playing mario brothers by running to the left <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> oh yeah okay that that is i guess you thought. i guess you can run to the left in mario games but like the original well, mario brothers the point is if you want to progress you got to go that way you know right that's just right. how it was um all right well that looks cool i think that could be neat now the one story i was looking forward to the most we now get to finally talk about Transformers the chess set. I am so into this idea. When can I get it? I mean, you can you can back the Kickstarter now. It's got like th- almost 40 days to go. It ne- needs to raise $300,000 to get this done. It's got uh what about a sixth of that already. Uh this is um the Eagle Moss Hero Collector has teamed up with I'm pretty mm. sure Hasbro to get the license for the original looking um uh, Transformers designs to where if you want to play the Decepticons as one team and the uh, the uh, trans or the uh, Autobots on the other, you can you can play these thirty two individual uh, chess pieces. Uh, obviously, Optimus Prime is the White King and um, uh, Megatron or what's his name Megatron, yeah, Megatron. is the uh, is the Black uh, yeah. King. Mm-hmm. So it looks pretty cool. I mean, this reminds me back in the day. I think they still do this. Like, was it the Franklin Mint or something would have like the Civil War chess set or the DC Universe chess set? Yeah. And you could have your chess game look just like a transformer. Now, the, the pieces do not transform, 
but it still looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks all right. It's very plasticky and colorful, which I think will really appeal to old fans. Mm-hmm. Um, where are the pawns? There's no pawns in this. Yeah, there are pawns. So on the Decepticon side, you have Brawl, Frenzy, Laser, Beak, Ravage, uh, Rumble, Scrapper, uh, uh, Shrapnel, and Thrust for the Decepticons. And on the Autobot side, you have uh, RC, Blue Streak, Bumblebee, Jazz, Prowl, Sideswipe, Sunstreaker, and Wheeljack. So, but do they, they don't show them anywhere. Like yeah, the, they do. I mean, they have some pictures in there of what they look like. If you look at the main chessboard, you can see RC and Bumblebee in there as pawns. Oh, I see them, but I don't. Oh, I guess. And I yeah. think it's also the height of their platform helps designate what their what their rank. Oh, is. what their deal is. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. if you scroll down under the chess pieces set, it gives you a list of all of the characters that are appearing and what their what their role is. Eagle Moss, uh, they make some great stuff. The the Marvel mm-hmm. lead figures that I have were all part of that same yep. um, uh, Eagle Moss series. And uh, then they did the chess set, which Green Bay Spidey in the chat room has as well, which really, really good stuff. They make quality. Would, would you, this Marvel one, is it col- is it yeah. full color or is it all like pewter looking? or how, how Total full it? color and they're lead and they're heavy. Like Kingpin weighs, <laughs> Kingpin probably weighs like a pound. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. That's cool. Yeah. What is he? Yeah. Is he a king on the bad side or what is he? No, it's uh, the one I have is in a chess set though. It's just oh. little lead figures of all the Marvel characters. And, gotcha. and uh, it fills one of those Ikea three level glass towers there's probably god 250 oh maybe uh of these uh, characters that's a lot it is holy it crap is. and one of them weighs a pound <laughs> is he the yeah. big, is he the biggest or is there anything that rivals him like the hulk or something um hulk is pretty heavy it's funny because um about three-fourths of the way through the set they figured out a way to have lead on the outside and then maybe resin on the inside to cut down the weight so sasquatch is bigger than kingpin but weighs less <laughs> oh, wow. that makes sense uh so this whole thing pay... costs six hundred dollars which oh. i know some people are like grab grabbing their chest and screaming i'm coming for you yeah. elizabeth but um <laughs> when you consider some of the other games that go on kickstarter six hundred dollars is about right like if you're doing something yeah. from cool mini or not or if you're doing you know some of these other things they can really crank up in price when you add in all the extras and, and stuff there. That's a lot, man. Jeez. I guess, I guess though, if you're Thank really you for laughing at my joke, there, if you, it was really yeah. good. You're, you're, I'm coming for you. Elizabeth. It's really funny. You didn't um, have to tell me, please clap like uh Jeb Bush did. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Those were the days. Um, all right. Well, uh, this looks great. Uh, I'm going to follow this and see how things go. Whether I want to spend 600 bucks is still sort of up in the air, but, uh, We'll, we'll find out. Uh, Steven, as always, uh, plenty going on on Majorspoilers.com. I assume you guys did some cool coverage of all the Suicide Squad business and all of that. Yep, the uh, Suicide Squad as opposed to the Academy Award-winning Suicide Squad. Yeah, so i got to keep that in, uh, keep that straight, yeah. which one we're talking about. <laughs> uh, the one yeah, we'll shark. be talking about that uh, this week on the Suicide. Major Spoilers podcast pre-show. For those of people who are our patrons, we'll be talking about that there. We did do a review of the first trade paperback yeah. of the Suicide Squad uh, on last week's show, or maybe it was two weeks ago show. Uh, so people can go check that out at Majorspoilers.com. Very nice. Steven, is cool. there any other advice you'd like to give us before I cut you off? Masket or casket, people. Oh, that's a good Ooh, one. That's I like that one. one. Yeah, I've never heard that before. That's pretty good. That's really Masket good. or casket. Masket or casket. Dark, man. And a green and yellow basket. No, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? A whole other thing. Um, all right. We're going to do a Monday morning mashup. I saved this a week because I wanted Brian to be here for it. So, nice. Thank you for that. Yeah, hell yeah. So here it is. It's called 
full twerkle made by Jamie himself. TMS mashups himself. Here it is. Enjoy. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Going down this pole and I can't freaking see or whatever. I don't know how it goes. And uh, Steven Schleicher and Bill Duran making things and comic stuff, major spoilers, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Means to bluff. He's clearly bluffing, and he died in a poker game where he cheated. I'm gonna eat salad and have a sandwich. <laughs> Wonder Farm, Bird's Nest, White Fungus, which is what I wrestled under for a few years when that was my wrestling. <laughs> I went and looked at the fuse box, and there are no breakers broken. What do you say with breakers? Switch? Bra- uh, sw- breaker? Oh yeah, that's the- right. I need to do this. In the- why am I not doing this in the Tina voice? Yeah, you need to call my dad because nothing in the kitchen is working. Ooh, I can see right. things in it. Oh, I'm not looking. I'm not smelling. I'm not looking. All right, here goes. Ready? Yes. Oh. Uh, it's thick. Uh, 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 I'm never, that's it. I'm never, uh, <laughs> that's all. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's the matter with you? Yeah, what, why didn't you see the problem? switch? What's, what's going on? on? Why you screw up my birthday with this bullshit? I had a rough morning. Right, I couldn't see because I hadn't had my coffee yet. If you go watch the women's all-around final from Friday on Peacock. Yeah. Do you I have Peacock. Peacock? I, well, I have Freecock. Or Freecock. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it is thick. I just spilled some. Uh, you know, I tried to pick something up off the ground, but my boobs kept pushing it out of the way because they're so long. <laughs> O'Reilly's Uptown Tavern. <laughs> hey, we're Not to be here. confused with the O'Reilly's Downtown Tavern. That's a rough place right down there. That's right. Maybe you keep your gun in your car, you dipshit. <laughs> All right, get out of here with your penis. But... I told you know if he was pretending to be a badass or something. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I mean, if you think about it, the bullet going off on yourself was pretty badass in the end. It's pretty badass. It was a badass little pistol he had there. Yeah, we were all impressed by until they shot himself. There was no safety button. <laughs> <laughs> what would it take for you to get your nip pierced, Scott? Like, oh, my gosh. Like, New like, Patreon level. Fire up that needle gun at Claire's. Oh, it hurts right now saying, just talking about it, it hurts. My boob. My boob hurts. What was the movie where um, a cop was moved to desk duty because he shot a kid who was holding up a gun, but it turned out to be a... Um, oh, it was a toy. An yeah. airsoft gun. Yeah, or some kind of gun. fake gun or toy gun, yeah. 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 So Al got busted down to desk duty. he was on Twinkie duty. At the local Twinkie Mart before he got that call yeah. and drove his car backwards into the workplace. And then he said, possible. I'm getting too old for this shit. And, yeah. then, he, uh, and then he did TGI And he Fridays. did an impersonation of the Three Stooges and talked about Popeye. Popeye? Yeah. Popeye. Popeye. And then became uh, Urkel's dad. Uh, <laughs> full circle. Right, right. All that is accurate. From Twinkies to Urkel. Twerkle. Twerkle. Whoa. I know. Full circle, full twerkle is what we're doing here. <laughs> Glad we finally got around to what the twerkle reference was. I can yes. remember. Wow, that oh my was God. great. That's so much gold in that one. Yeah. So much gold. That's one of your best ones, Jamie. Nice. Lidon. For sure. Um, right. uh, hey, Tina's doing something cool. Mind if I talk about it right go now? Ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, of course. Tina is walking. Uh, it's amazing. We, you Whoa. know, she she uh, can roll over. She's eating solid foods. It's great. Uh <laughs> Brian. Anyway, uh, she is raising money for an Alzheimer's walk that is happening in September. About actually about a month from now, September eighteenth. So a month and two days from now. And um, I designed the T-shirt for it. It's for their. It's for the. Um, 
their local group, the Adult Protective Services, Alzheimer's Walk. They're a team, but it's part of this whole big Alzheimer's Walk. Right. Anyway, if you want to contribute, and I please, I urge you to do so, uh, visit tiny.cc slash Tina Walk. You like how I did that? Yeah. Tina Walk. Tina Walk. Uh, I'm amazed that wasn't already taken. Tiny.cc slash Tina Walk yeah. and uh, help support her uh, her team uh, for this Alzheimer's thing. You know, Alzheimer's is a big thing in her family mm-hmm. um, just because her grandmother had it. So we're worried about her mom. We're worried about her. And sometimes, really, she listens to this show when we're worried about me, too. Yeah. So sure. uh, Alzheimer's... Uh, uh, need some good research to to help eradicate Alzheimer's because I think we can get rid of it in our lifetimes. Uh, anyway, that is tiny.cc slash Tina Walk. Very nice. I love that. Uh, very yeah. cool, Tina. Good job. We make fun of your voice, but hot damn. That's a good, uh, good cause. <laughs> and really, she has a beautiful voice. There's no, There's no, no comparison, uh, right? It's not even close. Yeah. yeah. It's like our Irish accent. Nobody talks like that. Nobody talks like that. No, exactly. not like we do it. Um, all right. Hey, right. patreon.com slash TMS is how you support us. And I wanted to read an email real quick from Tyler Babb from North Glen, Colorado. Do you know where that is? I do know where North Glen is very close. There's a uh, free time comics in North Glen that I go to all the time. Nice. I would like to go there right now. He says this. Good morning, Scott and Brian. If it gets read on the show, it's for all the non-patrons out there. It's a dollar a month, people. Come on. I know you subscribe to Netflix or Hulu or HBO or all of them, but TMS patron is cheaper than any of those. Just look at all those hours of content you get. I listen to TMS when I do yard work and when I'm driving to work and when I'm gaming and when I'm showering. Heck, even when I'm pooping, he says. TMI in parentheses. Oh, it's never too much information. TMI? TMS? TMI? Yep. Uh, He says, I can't say that about any other subscriptions I've mentioned. So, hey, show your your love to your favorite creators uh, who should have charged more but didn't. Take advantage of their mistake. You know it's worth it. (laughs) Anyway, love all you do, Tyler Babb. From Look at Washington, him, like piggybacking on our deal. Yeah. Nice, nice, well done there. That was really well great. Thank you for that. And uh, he's right. It's super cheap, and you get tons of cool stuff. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS for everything else. It's frogpants.com slash TMS. And we're out of here. Uh, a reminder, uh, uh, boop this afternoon, 3.30, and I'm sure other things. Uh, hey, Brian, why don't we leave with a song? Do you have one? I just happened to have found one in my lap. So great. Perfect. Um, this one is a year old. This one actually got requested a year ago, but because it wasn't tied to a, um, uh, a birthday or an anniversary, it worked out perfectly for today. Uh, Thomas, AKA Trumpole in the chat. I know he's still around these days says, hi, Scott and Brian. Recently, I had a pretty bad weekend and was not looking forward to going back to work on Monday. But after listening to film sack, the running scared episode, nice little callback there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oh child covered by Lisa Loeb. I was actually feeling pretty good. So hopefully this song has the same effect for anybody else in a bad mood and helps them out of their funk. Thanks guys. Signed Thomas. Nice. So, uh, this is a great cover. Um, this one comes to me from, or comes to us from the Lullaby Girl album, uh, from 2017, Lisa Loeb covering, covering the five stair steps and a great track called Ooh Child. Oh, awesome. All right, here it is. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole new uh, episode. So come back then. We'll see you then. Things are gonna get easier
Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Yeah, man, but it's a dry heat. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.